Welcome to the most listened to golf in the world, the Fairways of Life show, on air, online, and around the world. With the most candid interviews, unforgettable stories, taking you beyond the ropes. Here's your host, New York Times best-selling author and Golf Channel's Matt Adams. Oh, welcome to the Fairways of Life show. I am Matt Adams. Pleasure to have your company. Dama and Andrew are behind the glass today. So we open today's show with an announcement of opportunities. We're talking about the road to the LPGA as they have announced a new title sponsor in the form of Epson. It's an all-time record as a result for total prize money and the average purse size as a result of this new sponsorship. This is, again, all about these opportunities, and this is breaking news at this hour. 21 tournament schedule will take the Epson Tour to 13 different states and offer a total of almost $5 million in prize money. The average purse size of 210000 is a new standard for them. They're looking for a minimum of 200000 Per event, the French Lick Resort Charity Championship owning the largest single event purse in tour history. Entry fees they're expecting to reduce dramatically as well. Three new tournaments on the schedule, and it all begins March 4 through 6 with the Florida Natural Charity Classic, and that'll be in Winter Haven, Florida, at the Country Club of Winter Haven. With that, we are absolutely delighted to welcome our next guest, where the path to success at the highest levels of golf is rarely a smooth paved one. It's more like riding on a mountain bike. But if you have the skill, if you have the work ethic, uh, and if you have the fortitude, the results can come. Uh, Megan McLaren will be chronicling her journey as she has throughout her professional golf life uh, at her website, uh, megmclaren.com, and she's been doing it for years. Her first post was back in 2015 before she even turned professional. It's titled, The Problem with Being 20. Well, She is now in her mid-20s. She has six professional wins to show for all of the hard work that she has put in, including two on the LET and one last year in the newly named Epson Tour. It is a pleasure to welcome her this morning to help shine a light on not only what Epson will be bringing to the table as a new title sponsor for the road to the LPGA, uh, but to share a little bit more about her journey where she thinks 2022 will take her and her golf as well. Megan, welcome to the program. Where are we finding you today? I am in uh, not-so-sunny England right now, but it's a pleasure to be on, so thanks for having me. Uh, it's a delight to have you. You're, you look warm there, but what, what's the weather like in England at this time of year? It's variable. It's, um, I guess in American terms, it's maybe between 40 and 50 degrees. Kind of can be rainy and windy on and off, but you know, it's, uh, it's still nice to be at home and, and get some good practice in. The, to that point, getting practice in, Given weather conditions, et cetera, are you out there regardless? Um, I'd like to say yes. Um, I think my, my motivation fluctuates a little bit depending on the temperature, but it's still, um, especially now the season's getting closer, you know, I'm not short of motivation. So it's, uh, I'm getting done what I need to. As a writer myself, Megan, I know what it's like to kind of put yourself out there and it's I, I always say that when you write something, you're 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 putting a little bit of your soul on a, on a platter and saying, hey, would you are you OK with this? Uh, there, there's a vulnerability that that opens up for you with writing and sharing a journey. What was the motivation? What what was the reason for it? Was there any trepidation? Um, 
there's a little bit of trepidation yeah i think there always is because like you said you you're kind of putting yourself out there and going you know what if people don't like this you know what if people tell me that that's you know that's not what i should be sharing um but i think for me it helps me personally kind of to work through my you know whatever it might be my issues with my golf or my just my understanding of the world around me i think it helps me to put it into words and also i think part of the reason i started initially was i felt like a lot of the things that i felt and thought as a golfer and also as like an international kind of athlete in america that there was a lot of things that people experience that they don't necessarily talk about and they don't share and I wanted to kind of see if that connected with anybody. And the more I've found it connecting, the more it's motivated me to keep doing it, I think. Is that the reward, that, that motivation? Have, have you been surprised by some of the reactions that you've gotten by sharing yourself out there? Yeah, I'm always blown away, to be honest, because like I said, I still get a little bit scared whenever I post something new. Because I'm like, what if, what if people don't like this? Um, but it definitely... You know, especially whenever I get a mixture of maybe players and other golf writers kind of connecting with it, that really, you know, makes it worthwhile for me because I know I've found something that that is shared amongst our kind of golf community. And it just, you know, social media can be a not very pleasant place sometimes. And that kind of reminds me why why it is worthwhile to put yourself out there. When... When you started that in 2015 to where you are now in 2022, the, the entirety of the, the, the journey, not just the chronicling of, of the same, has it played out the way that you expected it would thus far? In terms of my writing, do you mean, or no, my, my actual career? All of it, yeah, the, the entirety of, <laughs> of your life in this path. Um, gosh, I mean, that's quite a big question, I suppose. It's, it's followed um, kind of a similar pattern throughout my career in that I'm, I feel like I'm more of a slow burn whenever it comes to my success rather than, you know, kind of achieving something and, and kind of being thrown into the spotlight and then working my way from there. You know, I, I would have liked to have gotten to the LPGA sooner. Um, but at the same time, I think my struggles have kind of put me where I've needed to be as well. And I've definitely learned and grown on all the experiences that I've had, whether that be on the Ladies European Tour or on what is now the Epson Tour, you know, I've really had a lot of different experiences and grown grown more than I could have imagined, I think, as a person. Are there times to this day, Megan, when you have to pinch yourself and say, I can't believe that this is my chosen path and this is what I get to do? A little bit, yeah, certainly. I remember like last year driving through the mountains in like Utah you know, and I was a little bit upset because I think I'd missed the cut and you're like changing time zone as you drive. And I just looked around me and I was like, this is one of the most stunning places I've ever been. And it really puts, I think, your disappointments into perspective, you know, and as much as golf can kind of drain the life out of you sometimes, I certainly wouldn't change what I do for anything. I absolutely love it. Like I'm addicted to the whole process. And I think Anybody who does read what I write will certainly pick up on that. I think that is brilliant. You heard us making the official announcement just before we welcomed you into the program this morning, Megan, that Epson has come on as the title sponsor. I, I can't even imagine the significance of this change because all of you are using this tour 
to start your path. And now that path has become considerably uh, better than what it was previously. What What is your emotions in terms of greeting this news? Um, it's it's shocking in the best possible way. You know, I know, I know some of the LPGA officials who have worked incredibly hard to to get this over the line. And obviously, Mike Nichols deserves huge credit for for really taking this tour and and turning it into a place that people can can justifiably start their career. You know, you only have to look at some of the players who have come through the Epson tour. You know, the likes of Nelly Corder, who is now not sure if she's hung on to the world number one this week but you know that's where she got her start and Mm -hmm. not everybody in the past has maybe been able to afford to do that purely because it's such a big cost whenever you're starting out and to really um to really try and take some of those those barriers away by what epson are doing particularly with with lowering the entry fees and trying to move that in the right direction i think it's going to make a huge difference and you know, you can see on, on the screen there the, the French League tournament playing for that big of amount of money. I'm pretty sure the winner's check for that tournament is now, I want to say that one check is is more than what the leading money list winner won maybe 10 years ago, less than 10 years ago, wow, which is, nice. you know, that's a huge difference to be talking about in not that long mm-hmm. amount of time. Yeah, the news announcement today, of course, was of that schedule coming out and uh, it being available to the public of exactly where the play is going to be undertaken, et cetera. As I mentioned, uh, we're going to get things started in early March. So when you look at 2022, Megan, and and what, I, I guess the, the broadest net that I can cast here would be to ask you the question of, given everything that you have accomplished and, and your steady ascent that your record clearly uh, illustrates, what are you most looking forward to for 2022? I'm really looking forward to returning to some of the same places that I played last year. Um, I'm really having found my feet on on the Epson tour last year to kind of to be a much better equipped this year um, in starting out and, and seeing some of these places as well as visiting. I think there's three new tournaments this year, which is is a great addition to the Epson tour. So just kind of knowing where I am and being able to to maybe feel more comfortable in that environment than I might have done last year. Um, it's a great, you know, it's a great tour to be a part of and, and every player I think appreciates that it can be a grind sometimes, but things are things are pushing forward in the right direction and it's it's such a brilliant place to kind of figure out what you need to do to get to the to the LPGA. I love the fact that you're already using the name with such ease, the Epson Tour, rightfully so, as they have <laughs> stepped up so dramatically to help everyone uh, in terms of the advancement of the game, particularly the advancement of the game for women's golf. And in many cases, these are young players who are just starting out on their pathway and destined, as you well noted, with Nelly Corda, uh, potentially for greatness. With that, I do want to ask you, I don't know what your status is with sponsors at this time, Megan, but do you, do you have some sponsors that you want to share with us so that we can spread some love to them as well? Yeah, absolutely. Um, Computer Center, are a, a UK company, well, in the US as well, actually, who gave me a lot of support last year um, and hoping to work with them again this coming season. But, you know, it's very tough, very tough to do this for a living you know, particularly starting out if you don't have sponsors. So 
their support and and the support of Ranish, the clothing company, has been huge for me. Um, and I think, like we've been talking about with the Epson tour, really trying to make it financially more viable for players. So hopefully, players who can't find sponsorship because it's it's a tough world out there. You know, they'll still be able to chase their dreams. To that point, chasing of dreams, that's where I'd love to end this interview today, uh, Megan, if you would allow, in that you are living a dream. There There are many people that are probably listening to us or watching us on the television side and going, this is really cool. A young person that has chosen to be a touring professional, it is a dream of many, many, many people. My question for you, though, is that regardless of what someone's dream is, what regardless of what their aspiration is, and maybe this is a message as much for young women as anything else, what advice would you give people about pursuing their dreams and maintaining that pursuit regardless of any other obstacles that are thrown in your path? That's a great question. Um, I think the biggest thing for me is trust. You have to trust what you're doing. You have to trust the people around you. You have to trust that the results will come, you know, and it's okay to ask yourself questions sometimes, but only if it's going to lead you to a place of more trust. You know, I think it's very easy to get sucked into doubts, particularly in this sport, because, you know, it's not always a straightforward process of, of you put the work in and the results come immediately. Um, so you just have to surround yourself with the right people, but, but deep down, you know, above everything else is to trust trust in your ability and your process. Megan, thank you very much for your time. Uh, it was a delight to share this announcement of Epson with the world, in particular today, the announcement of the schedule of the same. We wish you great success as you continue down your path. Thank you so much, Matt. It's a pleasure to be on and look forward to, uh, to seeing more players out on the Epson tour this year. Likewise, stay warm out there in England as you make your way back to the USA pretty soon because the first event is coming up in March. The Fairways of Life show has more to offer on this Tuesday. It is presented by the PGA Tour Superstore. They are the number one golf retailer in America. They now have 51 huge Beautiful stores spread out from sea to shining sea. The newest opened last Saturday in Tampa. Uh, If you'd like to get started, I would recommend just logging on to PGATourSuperstore.com where you can see the full breadth and width of their line, whether you shop in person in the store or whether you prefer to do it uh, on their website. More of the Fairways of Life show coming up. It screams. It tracks. It's soft. It reacts. It is the Bridgestone Tour B with a game-changing reactive cover designed to spring faster off your driver and stick longer to your wedges. Try Bridgestone's Tour Bs. The Tour Ball reinvented. Let's face it, there's no better feeling than getting new golf gear and where you get your golf gear matters. PGA Tour Superstore is America's number one golf retailer. Whatever you're looking for, they have it. And you can get custom fit. You can shop online or safely in their stores. At the PGA Tour Superstore, you'll always find golf's biggest brands and all the latest equipment right at your fingertips. If you need it or want it, they've got it. Log on to PGA Tour Superstore.com to upgrade your game today. 
Ireland is home to over 400 courses, including a third of the world's natural links and a selection of exceptional championship courses in amazing locations, as well as hosting the prestigious Ryder Cup, Solheim Cup, and the Open. Experience golf like you never have before from Royal Port Rush, Royal County Down, Port Marnock, Lahinch, Valley Bunyan, or Lee. Let yourself be embraced by the culture and history and feel the warmth of the Irish people who will make you feel as though you have not left home, but returned to it. For more information, log on to Ireland.com. The Fairways of Life show is live every weekday morning at 8 a.m. Eastern time on YouTube and the Fairways of Life apps. We'll take you inside of the game with interviews, news, discussion, instruction, travel, equipment. You'll get it all and so much more. Join us on one of our fan trips to a dream destination, or maybe you'll even win some new golf clubs as part of our monthly giveaways. Download the Fairways of Life apps and subscribe on YouTube now. It's free, live, and 24-7 on demand. No limits, no cost just golf. Nestled amongst the hills of the Hoosier National Forest resides a classic American destination, the French Lick Resort. Experience the ultimate in golf at the Pete Dye Course at French Lick, voted number one course in Indiana on Golf Week's Best You Can Play for 10 years in a row. The Donald Ross Course at French Lick has been named Indiana's number two course in Golf Week's Best You Can Play rankings every year since 2011. Come experience old world opulence amid modern comfort served with Midwestern charm. Visit FrenchLick.com. Created without the constraints of time or money, PXG Golf Clubs are the most technologically advanced available today. And they are a perfect union of art, science, and engineering. And the PXG experience is unlike any you've had before. After you've been custom fit, your clubs will be built to exacting standards and your exact specs in the USA. So when you hear it, you know. PXG. Nobody builds golf clubs the way we do. Period. Welcome back to the Fairways of Life show on this Tuesday. Call it fallout if you want to, but at least reaction to the Saudi International and all the, the questions and developments surrounding Live Golf and the $300 million that's been invested in the Asian Tour and what this could mean in terms of a rival tour against the world tours that currently in place. Uh, Peter Jacobson sounded off on the PGA Tour Pro's Uh, who chose to play in Saudi Arabia. This is an article from golfweek.com, and it is from Adam Shupak. And Dom sent it to me the other day. We didn't have time yesterday to get to it. I did not, deliberately did not read it so that we could share it together for the first time in this forum. Uh, And Adam writes his files. Again, you can find this in golfweek.com. Peter Jacobson is disheartened that some of the best players in golf asked for permission to skip the AT&T Pebble Beach Pro-Am in favor of receiving appearance money. Jacobson, 67, who retired from competitive golf this week and spends most of his time as a golf analyst for NBC Sports, had some choice words for the 20-odd PGA Tour pros, including Dustin Johnson, Bryson DeChambeau, and Phil Mickelson, who elected to take guaranteed money and play the Asian Tour's Saudi International instead of a staple on the tour. Jacobson made his PGA Tour debut at Pebble Beach Golf Links in 1977 and when the tournament was still known as Bing Crosby's Clam Bake then. Speaking from Pebble, where he competed in the AT&T for the 32nd time, Jacobson said, this is the most important tournament on the PGA Tour and I think some of the players are a bit short-sighted when they don't understand that. AT&T has sponsored the event since 1986. It is the tour's second longest-running sponsor behind only Honda's backing of the Honda Classic. 
AT&T also underrates a second tour event, the AT&T Byron Nelson in Dallas. And Jacobson noted that the Pebble Beach Pro-Am is chock full of all the leading executives who sign off on the sponsored dollars that are the backbone of the tour. Quoting, what better place than Pebble Beach to spend time and thank these corporations for sponsoring the tour and giving all these players the opportunity to seek fortune and fame? I understand getting an appearance fee money. I've done that myself. But I think this is one of the tournaments that is extremely important to the success of the PGA Tour. And it's disheartening for me to see so many miss this tournament, so many of the stars, because I think the best players in the PGA Tour should be here in playing with the top people in business, the top people in entertainment and sports. It's disheartening for me to just see this, and I would have loved to have seen the best players in the world playing here this week. Close quote. Jacobson played the AT&T consecutively from 1979 to 2008, and he's long been a proponent of the Pro-Am as the lifeblood of the tour. Quoting, this is This event is a microcosm of what the PGA Tour is, what it should be, and what it has become, Jacobson said to the Associated Press in 2018. If some players don't recognize that, that's fine. I understand that. Those that do, I admire. I've said to a lot of guys, how much money did you make last year? They say $5 million. I say, would you sacrifice one week a year to continue to make $5 million? Go play the AT&T, close quote. Jacobson also blamed the managers and agents of players who typically receive a cut of deals negotiated on a player's behalf, such as show-up money for giving advice that may have been self-serving. Quote, the players have gotten to where the only people they listen to are their agents. That's a real bad direction for the game of golf to go. I hope someday that somebody realizes how important this event is to the past, present, and future of the PGA Tour. All right, so again, that you can find at golfweek.com from Adam Shupak. And it's it's there's been a lot of reaction to everything that we were talking about in the week that was. This was from the 5th, Brando Chambly, golfchannel.com. Listen to the title and content of this one. This one I will admit to you I have read uh, in advance. Mickelson's statements inaccurate and ironic. Obnoxious greed question mark at two, Phil. And he writes, Phil Mickelson cares a lot about media rights, but apparently not so much about human rights. Delivering a salvo from Saudi Arabia where he, whether he knows it or not, is just a highly paid ventriloquist puppet involved in a sports washing operation for a murderous regime guilty of human rights atrocities. Mickelson said the PGA tour was guilty of quote, end quote, obnoxious greed. If it fell to me to control the PIP fund, I would rename it the Player Irony Program and give the whole $40 million to Phil for this unctuous utterance. Mickelson, interviewed this week by Golf Digest in Saudi Arabia, once again inaccurately advances attempts to denigrate the business model of the PGA Tour. Back in September, he claimed on Gary Williams' podcast that the tour paid out only 26% of its revenue to the players. The actual number is 55%. Now he has continued to subterfuge by saying the PGA Tour could end any threat, presumably from the Saudi blood money funding a proposed Super Golf League, by just hanging back the, or handing back the media rights to the players. He added that the tour forced him to pay $1 million for his media rights in the match and that it was this type of greed, beyond obnoxious, he emphasized, that had opened the doors for opportunities elsewhere. Well, where to start? First off, Mickelson did not have to write a check to the PGA Tour for $1 million. It was Turner Sports, which broadcast the event, that paid that sum for the media rights of the players involved. 
The tour, by the way, had every right to refuse the release and just say no to the event. And the one million didn't go into Commissioner Jay Monahan's pockets. One half went to the charities, while the other half went to, as Phil said, the tour, which means it helped facilitate some 130-odd tournaments run out of the Ponte Vedra Beach, Florida offices. The tour is not a prerogative term, as Mickelson appeared to intend it in this interview. It is synonymous for the players. As a membership organization, the tour ensures every dollar is either paid out to the players, earmarked for charity, or reinvested in the organization itself to better serve the players in the future. Secondly, and given that he's been a tour member for 30 years, he should know this. When it comes to competing in professional events, Mickelson doesn't and never has owned his media rights, so there is nothing to hand back. Yet he said, the tour forced me to pay $1 million for my own media rights. And then said, that type of greed is beyond obnoxious. I say the same about that type of inaccuracy and ignorance. No sports league, not the NFL, MLB, NBA, the PGA Tour, or any other league would allow their athletes to own media rights. The profits derived from aggregating these rights fees provide infrastructure, pays league employees, and helps pay the salaries of the athletes themselves, in this case, the ever-increasing purses and bonus pools available to tour members, including Mickelson, to say nothing of protecting the investments of the networks. Could you imagine being a network that had paid hundreds of millions of dollars or billions of dollars for broadcasting rights only to have to compete with Tom Brady, Mike Trout, LeBron James, or Tiger Woods channels where they ran their own highlights in a loop? The networks could cease paying the exorbitant broadcast rights fees if such content was omnipresent which means the leagues themselves in their current form would cease to exist, as would the ever-increasing prize money for the majority, unless, of course, the superstars wanted to share their wealth derived from these hypothetical channels. Finally, it was not obnoxious greed by the PGA Tour that opened the door, to use Mickelson's phrase, for a potential Saudi-backed rival league. It was the never-ending stream of human atrocities, such as the butchering and dismembering of journalist Jamal Kadoshi, of which the Saudi Public Investment Fund, which sponsors this week's Saudi international event, has been accused of abetting. Horrors such as that are hard to hide and impossible to ignore, which compelled the Saudis to engage in the calculated deception commonly known as sports washing. Athletes are invited and paid lavish sums to consume their participation in a sport, hoping the fig leaf will belial the contempt the hosting country has for the intelligence of their customers and the civil rights of their citizens. Mickelson, for his part, is an uncommonly gifted golfer who also has a gift for eotic grandiosity and, by the way of his recent comments, towering irony. Between July and August 2012, according to financial records, Mickelson purchased $2.46 million worth of Dean Food stock having never bought this stock previously. The day after Dean Foods announced a spinoff named White Wave, which sent stock prices soaring, Mickelson sold all of his holdings in Dean Foods for a profit of nearly $1 million. These transactions were somewhat consistent with the purchase and sale of the same stock by a friend of Mickelson's at that time, Billy Walters, who was subsequently charged and convicted of insider trading based on these transactions and only recently got out of prison. The SEC didn't charge Mickelson with a crime, but he was named as a relief defendant in a civil case, meaning the agency believed that he profited from insider trading with Dean Foods, even if he didn't engage in it himself. Mickelson eventually had to surrender his profits of $931,738 plus interest of $105,291. What is particularly rich here is that Mickelson made in excess of $45 million in 2012, according to a Golf Digest report. But 
Something about this Dean Food stock seemed particularly worth the risk. Obnoxious greed, indeed. Very, very powerful messages coming from multiple directions as yet with the questions of what will happen with Live Golf, what will happen with this rival tour, the rival tour that, yeah, is backed by the Saudi Investment Fund, and where you guys fall on all of that. More of the Fairways of Life show coming up after this. Huh, Ridgeback. Ridgeback, that's pretty cool. So it's a brace for the face. Ridgeback, like the dog. I'm, I'm really a cat guy. So what is it? The best feeling and longest metal that you'll ever hit. Is that Bernhard? Oh, great, Langer. <laughs> you know why I play Tour Edge? Because I win with it. Pound for pound, nothing comes close. Created without the constraints of time or money, PXG golf clubs are the most technologically advanced available today. And they are a perfect union of art, science, and engineering. And the PXG experience is unlike any you've had before. After you've been custom fit, your clubs will be built to exacting standards and your exact specs in the USA. So when you hear it, you know. PXG, nobody builds golf clubs the way we do, period. Here at Boyne Golf, each course tells its own story about friends, about challenges, about unforgettable moments. This is Michigan's Magnificent Ten, golf as pure as it gets. The Fairways of Life show is live every weekday morning at 8 a.m. Eastern Time on YouTube and the Fairways of Life apps. We'll take you inside of the game with interviews, news, discussion, instruction, travel, equipment. You'll get it all and so much more. Join us on one of our fan trips to a dream destination or maybe you'll even win some new golf clubs as part of our monthly giveaways. Download the Fairways of Life apps and subscribe on YouTube now. It's free, live, and 24-7 on demand. No limits, no cost, just golf. Even though we're in Texas, we don't believe that bigger is always better. At Ben Hogan Golf, we believe in something called micromanufacturing, a concept Mr. Hogan taught us long ago. It's a belief that handcrafting golf clubs one at a time to your exacting specifications is the reason we make some of the best quality and best performing equipment in the world. And we don't believe in big prices. That's why we only sell directly to you at BenHoganGolf.com. Let's face it, there's no better feeling than getting new golf gear, and where you get your golf gear matters. PJ Tour Superstore is America's number one golf retailer. Whatever you're looking for, they have it. And you can get custom fit. You can shop online or safely in their stores. At the PJ Tour Superstore, you'll always find golf's biggest brands and all the latest equipment right at your fingertips. If you need it or want it, they've got it. Log on to PGATourSuperstore.com to upgrade your game today. What's going on, folks? Uh, Welcome to the program. Segment three of the Fairways of Life show on this Tuesday, and it's a pleasure to have your company. Already getting reactions to those those couple of articles that I read to you, and and believe me, the one thing I can assure you is that all of this will continue to grow in, in its ferocity in some cases, but with its impact. 
regardless of what side someone's on, uh, where we stand, even as fans of the sport, it doesn't matter. There's just so much money behind, really, obviously, respectively, each side. Um, And there's a lot of star power, and a lot of players are being offered a lot of money. So it's this. This is not something that's going to go away anytime soon. It's going to be a massive story in 2022, and I expect players are going to be asked about it in their press conference schedule coming up this week. You remember that Brooks Kepka was one of the people when after Phil made the comment, and Brooks said, "I'm paraphrasing. Don't know if I were Phil, if I'd be talking about greed." Uh, he's Brooks will be addressing the media tomorrow. Uh, after his pro-am, he's starting at nine ten, so that will be at approximately five, maybe six o'clock Eastern time, somewhere in there, depending on how much time he takes, etc. Uh, what he does immediately following, when he makes himself available to the press. Uh, so, uh, wait a minute, Tom. This time of year is is uh, Scottsdale two hours behind the East Coast. I have to look it up. It's either one or two hours, but yeah, it's not on Eastern time. That's for sure. So maybe earlier than, than what I thought. So, but in any event, he's going to speak after it's his pro-am. It's two hours right now. It's two hours, Dom, just confirmed. He's going to speak after his pro-am tomorrow, so it might be closer to around 4 p.m. Eastern time. Uh, Charles Howell III will be speaking. These are local times. He's making his 600th tour start. He'll be speaking at 10 a.m., Brooks as noted. John Rahm will be speaking following his pro-am as well. Uh, you know what, Dom, uh, as, as more information is coming in, I believe these players are playing in the nine hole where they play nine hole and then the switch and the, and the, the amateurs play with another pro in the back. So that could pick up another couple hours. Brooks could be as, as early as uh, 2 p.m. Eastern tomorrow. John Rahm will be speaking after his 9.30 a.m. pro-am. Uh, Victor Hovland will be speaking after his 10.40 a.m. pro-am. So pretty good crew out there at the Phoenix Open. One of the most unique events ever on the PGA Tour. They get massive, massive crowds out there. I know there are a lot of people who don't like it. I happen to like it. I think for uh, once a year, it's great to have golf in such a a party atmosphere, even if it gets a little bit raucous at times. I think it is fun, but let's take a look at some of the airtimes. The Waste Management Phoenix Open uh, airtimes on Golf Channel will be starting on Thursday and Friday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time. Uh, Saturday at 1 p.m., uh, all these times are Eastern, uh, on Golf Channel, and then 3 p.m. on CBS. Sunday at 1 p.m. on Golf Channel and 3 p.m. on CBS. PGA Tour Live, uh, which we're going to be talking more about in the days that lie ahead, uh, can be found exclusively on ESPN+. Plus. There are four different feeds. It all gets underway Thursday and Friday at 9 a.m., Saturday and Sunday at 11 a.m., respectively. Uh, PGA Tour Radio. Coverage time on Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday will be at 1 p.m. It is available around the world for free on the PGA Tour app. Uh, You can also get it on PGATour.com or you can, if you subscribe to SiriusXM. The DP World Tour Championship, that coverage will be coming on really early this week as they continue their Middle East swing at 3.30 a.m. Thursday through Saturday and then Sunday at 3 a.m respectively. So a great show today. It was great to get a chance to speak with Megan. Uh, As you guys may suspect, we're in the middle of a really busy production schedule right now. We're doing a a ton of work for Golf Channel. We're doing a a ton of work for our own content, and we're going to continue down that 
down that road in earnest and say good day to all of you. We hope you guys have a great Tuesday, and we're looking forward to sharing your company again tomorrow. Until then, be well. Goodbye for now.